incredible. You sold out the Love is Blind tickets in 30 minutes. If you missed out on Love is Blind tickets, I'm sorry. But the good news is you can head over to creativesouthga.com right now and get your regular price tickets. So join us in April in Columbus, Georgia for Creative South, where you come as friends, leave as family, have a blast, sit down, listen to incredible speakers, break bread, share a meal with some friends, get cool swag, ink wars, type fight, bridge party, fireworks. I'm just going to start going off on tangents of random words. So head over to creativesouthga.com right now. Get your tickets. Don't be left out. And when you come to Creative South, come find me and hug my neck. Or I'll hug your neck. Or there might be a restraining order somewhere in there. I don't know. But we'll see you in April, right? Welcome to the Creative South Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Frostholm. We're continuing with the bonus episodes recorded live at Weapons of Mass Creation. In this episode, I'm joined by special guest co-host Blake Stevenson of Jetpacks and Roller Skates. We sit down and talk with Anderson Monroe of Blue Dreams, an aquatic-themed clothing brand, about his company, how he got his start, and the best and worst advice he's ever gotten, all right after this. If you like the podcast and want to help support us, head over to patreon.com slash South. Every dollar helps us cover hosting costs, upgrade equipment, and keep the podcast going. When you become a Creative South patron, you get access to exciting Creative South news before anyone else, Creative South podcast stickers and t-shirts, and you could even get your own podcast episode. So please help support the podcast by becoming a patron over at patreon.com slash creative South. speaker so people can't hear us so um welcome back to the uh, creative south podcast live at wmc fest uh once again i am joined by blake stevenson of jetpacks and roller states as my um co-host and then i'm gonna let my guest introduce himself how's everybody doing my name is anderson monroe i uh from long island new york and uh, yeah, I run a brand called Blue Dreams. It's an aquatic-themed clothing brand that I started about five years ago. Cool. Tell us a little bit about that. So pretty much in a nutshell, it was my senior year. I was getting ready to graduate, and I realized that after school was done, I was going to be in the real world. Sure. So uh, I was telling myself that I want to do one thing, one crazy thing, try it out, and if it works, you know, I would stick with it. If not, you know, I would you know, get a regular job. So um, I was always into art in school, but I went to school for business just mm-hmm. to play it safe. Uh, when I grew up, you know, my dad, I was always, always, always put under the assumption that, like, you know, artists don't make money. So I was always, like, <laughs> there's nervous. A, there's a theme here, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I was always nervous to actually, like, you know, follow my passion of being a cartoonist. I was always into cartoons when I was younger. So, um, yeah, my senior year, I was like, you know what? Why not? I really like cartoons. Let me see if I can put some shirts together, you know? Sure. Um, I did one design. It was like iHeart College. I took out the two L's, put two beer pong cups, uh, <laughs> and, a, and a pong ball, and it sold. So it did, did really, really well. So it was like an eye opener. I was like, you know what? Maybe you know, I'm going to do some research and start a brand. Um, after like, you know, a year of research, I decided to go with the theme of my hometown of Long Island uh-huh. and go with like an aquatic theme because you know, I live around beaches and stuff like that. And you know, that's where Blue Dreams came up. 
So, you know, I chose the, went with the old school deep sea diver, something that nobody was using. And uh, I just take a lot of pop culture, um, take my design style, put designs together that's like aquatic theme. That's how, you know, I started the brand. Awesome. So when did you, you know, when did you get over your dad telling you that designers will make money? <laughs> I mean, I guess I was just, it was just worth a try because... Uh, like I would watch different interviews of different like street artists and graffiti artists, and they looked like they were doing well. You know, mm-hmm. this is when Shepard Ferry was just starting to get hot. Gotcha. So when I saw that, I was just like, you know what? Let me give it a try. Let me, you know, let me see what happens. So cool. it, was a, it was around like 2009, I would say. So okay. that—that's how long this has been going for, Blue Dreams. No, I would say 2009. I got hit with the idea, and then after like a year of research and stuff like that, I would say it started around like 2011. Cool. Yeah. Nice. So you've been doing it for five years as Blue Dreams. Yes. Um, what's been your biggest challenge so far? I think my biggest challenge was learning how to start a business, learning graphic design, <laughs> and learning how to run a clothing brand all as soon as I started. So um, so when you, when you say learning graphic design, were you not really engulfed in that at all at that no, point? No, not at all. So... So pretty much what happened was, um, like I said, I knew I was good at drawing, but the whole, you know, learning how to use the programs, bring everything to life, vectorize it, I had no idea how to do it. So what I did was, you know, I did my research. I joined um, online classes like Linda. This is before Skillshare came out. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, used YouTube and stuff like that, and I just, you know, really, really did my research. I spent the first few years really, really, like, working on my craft, you know? Um, and uh, the turning point was when I was trying to get the brand into one of the stores, uh, the owner store, he's just like, I'm not ready for any brands right now, but I do like your style. How about, like, if you're looking for a job, I'll hire you. Mm-hmm. So he took me on as the head designer of his store, and I actually was there for two years. So um, what ended up happening was I ended up working with bigger brands like Mitchell & Ness, NBA, um, Reebok, and That's pretty cool. Yeah. Just jump right in. Eh? Exactly. <laughs> you know, just jump into the fire. So just being with that job was just like a paid internship. Mm-hmm. So after that, I got to see how to run a clothing brand, a clothing store. And, you know, that's what helped catapult me to really, really push the brand. So I'm, I'm just curious because I've only ever seen your stuff online in the Blue Dream store. Mm-hmm. Uh, but whereabouts are you like distributing to like streetwear stores? Yes. Yeah. So I have wholesale accounts. I have accounts in Long Island, um, in New York City, uh, Vegas, Florida. And for right now, that, that's about it. And how does that distribution go about? Like, how are you you're doing that right now? Are you like foot traffic, like just going in the door, calling people up? randomly believe it or not it's um so with some stores they'll see me with like a bigger name store so they'll say hey i saw that your stuff is doing well over here like we want to pick your stuff up or i saw you on instagram you have like a decent following we want to give you a shot so it's just different you know social medias and like word of mouth is how i've been getting to you know different accounts or different stores so That's is it cool. still just you running it? Or yeah, it's, really, it's definitely just me. But what I do is, if it's ever too much, I'll like, hire out. Okay. Oh, so cool. like, I'll hire other graphic designers to help bring my designs to life. So that has helped tremendously. So, um, yeah, but just me. So are you planning on 
you know, on the business side of things, working with like a business development team at, or business coach to kind of help her pro- propel you further into retail stores and things like yeah. that? Yeah, I think right now what I'm starting to see is the goal is to start like doing the trade shows. Sure. Um, and really, you know, um, get in front of the buyers from around the world rather than me calling them up, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, the common theme is expensive, but the way I see it, you know, you got to spend money to make money. Yeah. So um, that's my plans for the future, so definitely do a trade show. Cool. Yeah. So, you know, talking about plans for the future, mm-hmm. are there other things you want to do to exp- to expand your line and to expand the brand itself? Definitely. Um, I definitely want to continue going down that aquatic theme. I definitely want to do more like sandals, like uh, beach shorts, towels, sure. stuff like that that sticks to what the brand is about. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole mod of the brand is to make waves. So if you're an artist, yeah. to you know, go out and leave your mark in the world, go out and make waves. Mm-hmm. So it's just me selling that message through the brand with all different products that involve like you know the beach and stuff like that. Awesome. Well, we will definitely talk more when you get off uh, mic because I live on the uh, golf, golf Coast awesome. of Alabama. So oh, wow. I know some people okay. that um, have some stores right on the beach. That, awesome. Uh, That'd be great. I will get your information and we'll trade all that stuff back and forth. Awesome. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, we'd love the information. Cool. So, you know, you s- kind of backing up a little bit, you said, you, you know, in five years you've taught yourself, you know, how to run a business. Mm-hmm. How to design, yep. how to start a clothing brand. Yeah, it's a lot. You know, I, I don't have the luxury of sitting down like Blake did and staring at your phone for my phone for five seconds because that would be rude, right, Blake? <laughs> a what? <laughs> I, don't, I don't have the Wi-Fi, anyways. I, uh... Yeah, no, but from seeing the hat that you're wearing, you know that. You know, really cool work. Thank you. Most people, it takes them oh. a long time to get to that level. Mm-hmm. How much time were you putting in to learn all of that stuff? So, I feel like it was an act of God because in college, I ran track and I played basketball. So, my senior year, I got injured, got hurt. So, I had nothing but free time. So, all the time I would put into basketball, I just put it straight into graphic design. Like... I made sure at least an hour a day I put into drawing, designing, or taking a class, doing something. So with an hour a day, you know, five years, it really helps you to, like, perfect your craft. And, And, you know, I feel like, especially in 2016, there's so many ways to learn how to become a graphic designer. There's so many other, you know, online courses you could take to make that happen. Sure. So... So... You know, I asked Kevin this because we're getting close to our time here. I asked Kevin this a minute ago. Um, what is the best advice and worst advice you've ever gotten? Oh, the best and worst advice I can give? No, you, well, you can give really bad advice. Okay. That'd be fun. <laughs> no, that you've gotten. <laughs> um, I feel like the best advice I've gotten is definitely to take your time. Um, I feel like, especially with me, when you see on Instagram, you, you see like all these like overnight people or designers or clothing brands that out of nowhere um, that are big names. And, you know, it can get frustrating to see stuff like that because like, you know, why not me? I'm working hard. You know, I should be able to be as big as they are. Sure. But, it, but um, 
when somebody sat me down and told me like you don't know how much work that person put in you don't know like you know their story or their history yeah just keep doing what you're doing keep putting out good work and good things will happen instagram sheds a light on a lot of that stuff you don't see all the hard work in the background you just see the sweet polished images right exactly so like um that's what i've been doing is keeping my head down and keep you know making that happen um the worst advice Man, I feel like I think your dad gave it to you with you'll always yeah. be starving. <laughs> yeah, yeah, artists don't don't make money. That was probably the worst advice. Cuz if I knew, I would have started way earlier. I definitely would have started in high school. Sure. Yeah. Cool. So, well, thank you Anderson for taking the time to sit down and talk with me. Where can people find you online? Yeah, um, my social media handles is at Blue Dreams. Blue Dreams is B L U U Dreams. And the website is bluedreams.com. Awesome. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you for uh, having me. You're welcome. Look forward to talking to you some more. Awesome. You can follow Anderson on Twitter at Blue Dreams. That's blue with two U's and no E. And check out the show notes for more ways to interact with him. Learn more about Blake on Dribble at Blake Stevenson or on his website, jetpacksandrollerskates.com. And you can keep up with the podcast on Twitter at CreativeSOPod and follow Creative South on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at CreativeSouthGA over at CreativeSouthGA.com. And I'm at Jay Frostholm on Dribble, Twitter, and Instagram. Don't forget to head over to CreativeSouthGA.com right now to pick up your tickets for Creative South in April of 2017. We're looking forward to seeing you there and hugging some necks. And remember, if you like the show, help support us over at patreon.com slash creative south and if you like the creative south podcast head over to itunes stitcher or google play music rate us and leave a review this helps more people find the podcast and allows us to keep getting awesome guests now go out and hug some necks